Greetings, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwill. Appreciate you joining me once again today on this chapter day journey. Now, I know that I was in Psalm 145 yesterday, but it became obvious to me this morning that I needed to spend some more time in it. So consider this a podcast bogo from me to you. Psalm 145, it was the 15th verse that really resonated in the quiet this morning. The eyes of all look to you, it says, and you give them their food at the proper time. Today's podcast is entitled, Holy Moment. He was weeping over the phone. Across the miles on the other end of the connection, I knew that this moment was karosh, as I wrote in a blog post a while back. It was a holy moment. And it was holy not because of any kind of religious piety or righteous achievement, but because of the depth of its suffering. See, along my life journey, I've observed that religion has done a number on our concept of holiness. The institutional church has, as it always does, warped something good. It's warped holiness into some kind of religious merit badge, a litmus test of morality, a trophy for those religious overachievers at the top of the Sunday school class. And in doing so, religion has profaned the fullness of holiness. See, holiness is woven into creation, unbound by church membership or religious ritual. Holiness, I have discovered, is an encounter with the divine in the human experience. Holiness is not limited to transcendental spiritual glory like Jesus' transfiguration. The emotional, physical, mental, and spiritual agony of Jesus' unjust, illegal, blood-drenched execution. Well, that was a holy moment as well. And that's how I recognized the holy moment as my friend wept from the darkness of his own personal pit. He was joining the ranks of many who have gone before him. He was the woman kneeling naked and ashamed in front of the Son of God as her adultery lay publicly exposed. He was the prodigal, covered in pig shit and eating the slop of his own choices. He was the wanton woman knelt down before Jesus as his tears washed the feet of the one he fully expects to condemn him, just like everyone else in his life seems to be doing. He was me 20 years ago. As I wept alone in the darkness of a warehouse apartment, crying out over the shattered pieces of my own life. I knew this was a holy moment because I'd been there myself. This was a holy moment because every human and religious pretense had been stripped away. He was, in that moment, spiritually naked and empty. He had reached a point when he could no longer play the game. This was his breaking point before the one who redeems, recreates, and uses broken things. The potter who takes the lump of collapsed clay spinning on his wheel and begins to make something new. Whether my friend recognized it or not, this was the waypoint on his journey that is the inflection point when old things begin to recede in the rearview mirror 
and he will find a light on the horizon leading him in a new direction. Today's chapter, Psalm 145, begins the last five songs in this 150-song anthology of ancient Hebrew song lyrics. The editors end their compilation with five songs of praise, and today's is a beautiful description of God's goodness, and I could have picked out any number of verses to chew on, but it was that phrase, you give them food at the proper time, that just resonated deep in my soul. Remember that God's base language is metaphor, and metaphors are layered with meaning. Now make, no, make no mistake, food is food, as in the miraculous manna that God provided the Hebrew tribes on their wilderness wanderings. The loaves and fish Jesus turned into an all-you-can-eat phileo fisho rama. It's also that which is necessary for spiritual survival and sustenance. As Jesus reminded the enemy after fasting for 40 days, saying you just can't eat physical bread. You need spiritual bread of the word. And from there, the metaphor expands to even more layers of meaning. In the beginning was the word, capital W. I am the bread of life. Jesus took a loaf and broke it, saying, this bread is my body broken for you. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Along my spiritual journey, I've experienced God's provision of food at the proper time on both the physical and spiritual level. I remember being married with two small children, my first mortgage, no job, and no idea what would happen next. There have been moments when clients unexpectedly pulled the plug on projects and I was not sure how I would pay the bills the following month. Then there was that lonely night in the dark warehouse apartment when every religious facade I had mistaken for being an actual spiritual resource had been revealed to be completely impotent and my soul was starving for a scrap of real spiritual nourishment. I had religiously participated in the ritual of communion countless times in my life, yet that moment was the first time I think I truly tasted the bread of life. It was a holy moment. It was harosh. So in the quiet this morning, I'm praying for my friend who was on the other end of that call. <laughs> He's got a long, long road ahead of him. And I did my best to assure him that if he relies on the bread of life to sustain him, and he doggedly presses on one day at a time towards that light on the horizon, he will eventually find himself in some amazing places. He may find himself in a deep place right now, but grace is deeper still. He may despair in the moment at the waste he'd made of his life, but God can transform that into wisdom. See, I've been there. In the moment, all he could see was the unholy ruins of his life. Little did he know that it was the holy start of a new creation. At the very end of the great story, in the last chapters of the book of Revelation, 
It says, he who was seated on the throne, that's Jesus, said, I am making everything new. And he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. That's Revelation 21.5, and I have it tatted on my back. And as always, if you know anyone who might be encouraged with today's podcast, please feel free to share. I hope you have a great day, my friend. We'll see you back here tomorrow.